And tonight we're looking at the church of Thi- the church in Thyatira, and I'm calling it the church of unhealthy tolerance. The idea of tolerance in and of itself isn't bad, but the, what they were doing was bad. It was a bad kind of a tolerance. And so we're going to read. This is actually the longest of the seven letters of all the church written to the churches. It takes up the most amount of words, and it looks like the most amount of verses. I think it's about 12 verses. It's almost three times as long as the church of Smyrna. But let's read this. Revelation chapter 2, verses 18 to 29. <clears throat> the, church of Thyat- the church in Thyatira, which is the church of unhealthy tolerance. Revelation chapter 2, beginning in verse 18. <clears throat> and unto the church, pardon me, and unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works. And the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and the, and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works." But I say, but unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as, me, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations." And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So here's a a church here that you can see has a problem. And... Notice the word there. Let's just look at the word in verse 20. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel. So the word sufferest means, it actually, you define the meaning by the context, because the word suffer, it can mean like you're enduring hardship. But it also, the same word can be put into the fact that you're just permitting something. You're just allowing something. You're just being tolerant of something. And so, nowadays, the world tells us, yeah, how many, is anybody, tell me if you've never seen this picture, or this, tell me, anybody never seen it, okay, you've never seen it, okay, never seen a, I mean, it's a bumper sticker, anybody have never seen it, a few, you guys have never seen it, all right, Grant's never seen it, okay, all right, 
Noah's never seen it. Okay. I was just going to say they're like this. I can't see anything. You know, it's like, <laughs> but uh, all right. So, you know, we get these bumper stickers a lot on the back of cars and, and they're, you know, they're saying tolerance and, and um, all right, what do they mean? There's so many anyway, Usually, obviously here they're trying to push a religious philosophical tolerance. You have the cross, you have a peace symbol, you have a, I think that might be for Native American. The other one's unisex stuff. You have the Star of David. You have, you know, something representing Muslim. Science. Apparently, that probably represents science. Scientology right here. I mean... Basically, it's more of a kind of a religious statement to say, um, you know, tolerate all. Now, how many of us wouldn't tolerate a neighbor that's one of these? See, we tolerate. I mean, if I have a neighbor that's not what I am, he's another religion, of course I'm going to tolerate him. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm gonna, I might even be a little extra nice and try to show him the love of Christ. I'm going to be tolerant and, and care and... But sometimes this is pushed so much as to say you can't even say something against something even if it has a fatal flaw. And it seems like tolerance means you need to accept all of my ideas no matter what. And it usually is only one way, it seems like. Well, the world keeps telling us, you know, tolerance, tolerance. And I think, I think for us as Christians, like, it just means let's try to live peaceably with all men. Yes, we want to do that. But that doesn't mean we need to say that everything's equally valid. Because let's just be honest, even just being kind of philosophical about this thing, they can't all be true. They can't all be true. I mean, they have, they have varying messages, each of these. Varying messages. And... Um, you can't just say, well, they're all true. They may, okay, yeah, maybe they all have an element of truth in it, but the fullness of each message, it's got, it eventually conflicts with it. It certainly conflicts with this one who claimed exclusiveness. Christ Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes unto the Father but my meat. There's an intolerance about how, or I should say, there's an, there, I don't know if you could say intolerance, but there's a narrowness about salvation that Jesus declared that says, there's no other way. I mean, you can tolerate, but that doesn't mean these are a way to heaven. So we're, we're, pushed, we're pushed to say tolerate, 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 and just be, um, you know, permit and permit and allow and allow. And maybe on a political realm and maybe in a social realm we do because we're a free country and we love that. In fact, the ones who championed the idea, the philosophical, political idea most early in this country, the most freedom Proclaiming people in America were Baptists, I assure you, in this country. You had some who wanted to have a, a church that was maybe more, or a state that was maybe more of a Catholic state, and another state that was maybe, let's have a, let's have a state church that's the Church of England or, Ang or England or Episcopalian, and, and though over here, let's have more of a meth. And the Baptists were like, no, 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 just freedom for all, freedom for all. Let's level the playing ground. So, I mean, so Baptists are in favor of that type of social tolerance, but as far as like teaching in the Bible and doctrine, the gospel, no, no. We, but, but, but how many of us, you know, there's, tolerance can be pushed too far. I mean, how many of us would be tolerant? Um, are you tolerant? Anybody have surgery in here? 
recently, like in the last, how about say 10 years, that could be recent. All right, surgery, surgery, surgery. Would you be tolerant if, you're, if your surgeon came in and if you saw him, if you're awake, and you see he has dirty hands? That's, what? Judgmental, intolerant people? What's wrong with you? You know, of course you're going to be intolerant. No, that's not good. That's not good. I, can't, I can't let you work on me with those dirty hands. It's going to affect me and infect me. Um, how many of us would be tolerant of, you know, uh, how many of us would be tolerant of some, you know, you order, you order some uh, chicken at a restaurant, you cut it, and it's like in the middle, it's like, oh, that looks really translucent here. That looks a little wet still. I can almost hear it gobble. Or not gobble, that'd be turkey, but you know, you can almost hear the chicken make, I mean, that's not cooked. My wife has done that. She'll check it out, man. If it just has a little pink, I'm like, sweetie, that's from the barbecue sauce. It's okay. No, no, no. I'm going to, and she'll hand it back and say, you know, can you just cook this a little more, you know? And, um, you know, we wouldn't be tolerant of, say, uncooked pork. I mean, that'll get you sick right quick. Um, How many of us are are tolerant of just somebody coming, just walk it in your house and... Just go right up to your pantry and just start, you know, taking stuff out and eating, sitting on the sitting on the couch and and asking you to asking you to bring you a drink. You be like, what is this clown doing in my house? Get out of here! Who are you? You confused here? You know, we're not going to just be told. Just let anybody come as you go. I mean, you want to be friendly, want to be nice, you want to be hospitable to strangers. But when you're ready to, right? We're, we have to practice intolerance to a certain level, right? You have to. We have to have. Um, Things that we should eat and that we shouldn't eat, we say no to, and, and so on. And so this church, though, was suffering something that they shouldn't have. They were tolerating something that they should not have tolerated, and it, was, and it revolved around this Jezebel-like woman, and we'll look at it. But let's go through uh, a couple things here. Here's the churches that we are addressed. Again, it started with Ephesus and Smyrna and Pergamos and Althyatira. This is all in the area of Asia Minor, uh, modern-day Turkey. So here's Thyatira. Let's talk about the address of the church. This is the smallest, apparently, oops, let's show you this here, the seller of purple they had there. Thyatira was probably the smallest of the seven cities. And you just saw a little purple there. Um, They were known for this. They were known for their purple dye. I have a picture here. It says Lydia. Not that we know that Lydia looked like that. But uh, in the Bible, in Acts chapter Uh, 16, in Ephesus, Paul, as he's beginning the church in Ephesus, there was a lady there. Actually, there was some women that met down by a river, and he, Paul, when he went to start a church, there was one of the ladies that helped start this church, or that was part of the beginning of the church, I should say, was a lady named Lydia, seller of purple. She was a female entrepreneur of her day. And um, uh, so, and she was a seller of purple. So, Lydia was from, though when we first meet her, she's not in Thyatira, she was from Thyatira. She was from this uh, place right here, but Paul met her there with some other ladies, and uh, she was a seller of purple, which probably meant the cloth, the purple dyed cloth, all right? And so one of the things that the city is known for, it was known for its purple dyed cloth and wool. Um, and it still had also in the, in the city of Thyatira was still pagan temples. It's like you're going to find a pagan temple wherever you go in that day of any major city. But tonight, this is what we're going to do. This is the simple outline that we've pretty much been going through most of the time. 
in our time is Thyatira, the city of the, the church of unhealthy tolerance. We're looking at the address. Now let's look at the attribute that the Lord Jesus Christ gives himself to this church. Notice there in verse uh, 18, in verse 18, he says, These things saith he who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. These things saith the Son of God. I missed that part. These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet unto fine brass. Hey, kids, have your mom, has your mom ever looked at you like that? You're like, man, I think my mom's eyes are on fire. Anybody like that, you know? She can see right through me. 